Hi, everyone. It's Marilyn Aloria, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now, the podcast. So today I'm going to try something new. So there's a few things we're going to do today. One thing I want to try doing, and I'm not sure if I'm going to do this every single week, is I am going to do a reading on somebody's questions. So this Friday, uh, when you're listening to this podcast, because it may be another Friday when you're listening to it, if you go to my Instagram, Marilyn Aloria, there will be a post there that says, put your question underneath. And you can ask me anything, which we'll talk about in a second. You can ask me anything, which means you really can ask me anything, but I'll tell you about that in a second. And I'm going to pick one of those questions and answer them. And I'm going to see how it works, how I feel about it. The reason why I want to do it is because when I do readings, I don't know if you've ever experienced my readings before, they are really great because they can um, help a lot of people at once. One question could help a lot of people because my guides give a ton of information, a ton of tools and techniques, and they really dive deep into things sometimes. And I find when I do uh, group readings in my programs or even when I'm doing a tele-summit, many people get their questions answered that they didn't even know they had. So I want to try this out and see how this works. Plus, I'm becoming more active on my Instagram page. We may put this on my Facebook business page as well. Um, so I want to kind of uh, get you guys over there to hang out with me. I'm doing, I'm really loving Reels, which is a ton of fun. TikTok was never my thing. You know, I, I think it's great. I think people who do TikTok, you know, good for them. It's not my thing. So, um, but I'm loving reels on Instagram, I'm having fun posting animal videos. So, um, we all know how much I love my dogs and my cats. So that is what I'm going to try doing. So I'm going to do that. And then the other thing I'm going to do today is, um, just talk about free will because the question came up in one of my communities and the person is starting to communicate with guides and stuff. And, uh, a lot of stuff comes up when you start doing that and she had a very interesting experience and I really want to talk about that. And then I'm going to give you tools uh, with the SAS pillars. I want to give you a tool in each pillar. So I'm going to give you something fun and exciting to do in each place. I will love to know um, what it is that you would like to learn, what it is you'd like me to talk about. I'm definitely getting ready to tell more stories and I'm just an incredible um it's not me, it's my guides. They're incredible teachers and they really have such a great way of looking at things and um, pulling things together so that you could really learn in a very expansive, growing way and catapult you into, you know, uh, areas of knowing and being and seeing and hearing and living your life. Like there was a, I'm sure this woman won't mind me saying it, but I won't say her name, but there was a comment in my membership group about, she was watching one of my webinars, um, Voice of Your Soul, I believe it's called. And it's probably in the membership area, Membership for Your Soul. And she was butchering something I said. I'm not even sure that I said it. I may have heard it somewhere else, but you know, don't, don't die with the song still in your soul. And you would hear Wayne Dyer say that too. Don't die with the song still in you. And um, she was talking about all these different things that she loves to do. She loves reading and she loves doing readings and she loves writing. And there's all these different areas in her life that she's been studying and really enjoys doing and is very good at, but she doesn't want to do it for a living. And when she started digging deeper, she recognized that she really wants to travel, but she doesn't know how to do that. And um, so there was some limitation, but she's very, very conscious woman. She's incredible and very aware of the limitation she was putting on herself. Like when she dove in and said, well, why can't I travel more? 
the answer she got was, well, you don't believe that you can. You don't believe that you can make it happen. And there were some great responses from the community to her. And um, I'm not going to read them all, but, uh, but they were wonderful. And my response to her was, why are you boxing things up? Why are you looking at it as if you have to read or grow a career in order to travel? I said, you know, who knows if you do a couple of readings and that helps you save the money for traveling, or maybe you're writing a blog about travel and all of a sudden it becomes so successful that advertisers are giving you money for it. Or maybe you're writing a blog about local travel in your own area and somebody loves the how you write it and they want to give you some money for advertising on it and that gives you the extra money to travel or just being in the energy of doing it you have no idea how solution will come to you so I said don't box up your gifts it's okay to not want to grow a career in these areas but by saying no to everything you're saying no to your soul saying no to your heart and you want to say yes to things. You want to take the lids off of these boxes and see how they play together. And I said, go out and play. Just play with everything and see what happens. Don't, you know, don't limit yourself. But you don't have to do stuff you don't want to do. Spirit doesn't want you to do that. But just take the lids off and go play. And she agreed with me completely. She was like, thank you so much. I've been feeling like I need to play more. And I also reminded her of a story um, if I don't know if you guys know Denise Dunfield Thomas, she wrote Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. And before she wrote that book, she manifested, I believe it was a trip around the world, an all expense paid six month trip around the world. But I could be misquoting. So, you know, don't, you know, I don't know. I, I remember reading that, but I can't remember. And I did read the book years ago. And she didn't have to pay for that to happen. She just wanted to travel and she manifested it. And then through her manifestation of that trip, she recognized that she was able to break through limiting beliefs around money and flow and abundance. And now she's got a course about it. So you just have no idea what could possibly happen. And limitation is your enemy. It's the thing that you want to stay away from. You always want to get into solution. So I'm asking you to step into solution. So I'm going to give you different tools today that are going to help you to get out of limitation and to help you step into solution. We had another, I know this other woman won't mind me um, sharing this, but she uh, pulled the devil card in the tarot deck and she's very funny. And she's like, I don't know why I just can't take my eye off his pelvis area. What's that about? Like, can anybody help me? She goes, I went to Marilyn's class, Soulful Tarot. And I read about the devil card and it totally made sense because I have this class called Soulful Tarot and I teach all the cards. And she's like, and it totally made sense and I understand it, but why can't I take my eyes off the pelvis area? So she got really great comments and I said, you know, I think you need to get on a dating site and uh, find some devilishly handsome young man and see what's underneath his grass skirt. I don't know because it looks like the devil card's wearing the grass skirt. But really what it was about was, um, <laughs> then I went on and I said, you know, it's really about vulnerability and creativity and feeling safe. And do you feel safe in your own skin or do you feel there has to be a man around for you to feel safe? And do you feel safe in your own creativity and your own vulnerability? And what is it going to take for you to feel safe in those areas? And she wrote me back and she said, yeah, you know, thank you so much because those questions really need to be unpacked. And I, and I said, I also think you need to unpack the whole um, pelvis thing and the sexual thing happening there. And I was kind of kidding, but I wasn't. And she wrote back and she went, yeah, I have to. I haven't had a real date. And, and I'm not going to go into her whole story because I don't have her permission. But there's so much 
for us in every moment, in a funny moment like that. And spirit's not about to make you suffer or struggle. You know, that's not what this work is about. This work is, it, it can be intense at times because you're not ignoring your truth or your emotions, but it's always with this unconditional love and ease and you can ask for things with ease and grace and they want to teach you stuff. And sometimes like when I'm going through something emotional, which I shared in the last episode, it could be really uncomfortable for me, but I know I have them with me walking through it. And they're always giving me the tools and techniques to get through what it is I need to get through so I can come out the other side and I stop living my life from limitation. Instead, I live it from abundance and what I want. So this morning, there's a something I'm going to teach you about called the day in the life. This morning, I was doing my day in the life. Actually, I had a, I'm going to just rant. I hope you don't mind. I'm just going to rant on this podcast. I'm not going to pause it. I'm not going to edit myself. I'm just going to keep going. Um, actually last week I had a dream. So before you go to bed at night, I suggest you ask your guides from the highest light, or maybe you pray to Jesus or God or an ascended, a master or an angel, but ask for clarity in a specific area. And it really can help whether you get the answers or not you will start um, releasing whatever the fog is inside of you that will help you to get to the clarity of the answer. So I'd been asking that about a couple of things in my life and I had this incredible magical dream and it was really wonderful. And you know those dreams where you wake up and you feel it in your body, you feel the emotions of it. I felt like the love and I felt the, um, the safety and the engagement and the connection and I felt everything and it was just filling me up completely. And what I'd heard from my guides was, because I was getting a little bored with my day in the life, and I heard from my guides that you are um, bracketing your day in the life. And I teach my community how not to put brackets on their dreams, because we think we're dreaming really big, but spirit's always like, oh no, you're putting brackets on it. We have something even better for you. So this dream that they brought me was something that I wouldn't even consider living in another country, you know, um, being with a certain individual. And it, whether that happens or not, what they showed me was a limitation. And they showed me, you know, you're bored by your day in the life. So you're not getting clear about where you want to go, what you want to do in your future because of your feeling a little bit bored. You need to take the brackets off the things you've been dreaming about and allow other possibilities in. And that's where you're being asked to play in arenas that you may not normally consider. Even if it feels good, like I, I would, you know, Europe has always been of interest to me, especially England and Ireland, and I love Italy and different places. Um, but I'm such an American at times that well, I really, for me, it's more getting the animals over there. It's like, it's got to be a private jet, man, because I'm not putting them under the plane. And um, so you never know, right? So why limit your dreams? That could be a limitation. Oh, I don't know. Like, I believe that I can get my hands on a private jet somehow. So I've, I've lifted the bracket off of that dream. But you may have this limitation inside your dreams and you've got to just rip that bracket off. You don't, it's, to me, it's not, we were taught that it was delusional. We're taught that, you have no right to dream that way. You have no right to not dream that way. Because by doing that, we open ourselves up to things pouring into our soul that we could have never even thought of. I'm finding that the more I'm allowing myself to just be and not limit myself, the more my creativity is getting advanced and enhanced. And so this morning I sat down to do a day in the life and, um, 
I did something completely different. I put myself in an arena that I normally wouldn't put myself in and, uh, in a hotel and, um, and, and different experiences. And after it, I was like, mm, I don't know if I want that. And I've never had a day in a life where I've come out of it like, mm, I don't know if I want that thing. And I started like unpacking it. I'm going to use my, I can't say my student's name because I don't have permission, but I'm going to use what she says because we do talk about unpacking things a lot. Um, I recognized that I just wasn't willing to work really hard in a specific area to get something. And one of the, I'm throwing a lot at you today. And one of the things I teach is you build a career based on your lifestyle. I don't build my lifestyle around my career. I think of my lifestyle first. And then I think about my business and how it's going to support my lifestyle. And if something in my business starts feeling heavy, I get ready to start shifting it because I'm not going to do heavy in my life anymore. So with that, I was looking at it. This is a dream I thought I had in my business. I was like, oh, that feels really heavy and exhausting. And I don't know if that's fun for me. And so I started coming back into my present day thinking about what in my own life do I need to start shifting and changing? What in my business? What is this representing to me? And it got pretty clear about what it is. And I'm not ready to express that just yet because until I start shifting certain things. So it was really good clarity for me. And I thought, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to shift this next year. So I usually give myself a certain amount of time to get ready, to know, to make a plan. I'm not one of these people that just abandoned ship. I always make plans before I do things. So I'm just like putting things into place and it's in my head. And I was thinking about it and um, discussed it with a friend of mine, you know, and now I'm just kind of putting that into the arena. The one thing I kind of want to teach you right now is you have free will. And we're going to talk about free will in a second, but you also have the ability and you may not feel this. You may feel very trapped in your life. You may feel very like, I don't know how to get out of this job. Or, you know, I think about my mom watching her. I would wake up in the morning and it was always a hectic household and we all pretty much slept in one room. It was two bedrooms, but there was no separation. And I just remember her sitting on the edge of the bed with her head down and her feet barely touching the floor. And she would just sit there before she would get up to start her very packed day. And as a child, I was young it made such an impression on me and I could feel her exhaustion and I could feel all her work and I could feel like, no, you know, when is this going to end? And it wasn't until I remember asking her as a kid, like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just gathering everything before I get up and get ready to do everything. I mean, she made our lunches, she made our dinners, she went off to work, you know, um, she did a lot. And I remember asking her years later, how did you get through that time? You were raising, she was raising us by herself. She had no family. We had barely any help from my father at all. She, it, that was just a tremendous, horrible, I'm not going to get into that story right now. And she was very isolated and very alone and doing it alone. And I asked her, I said, how did you get through those moments? Like I could feel your exhaustion. And she said, I just knew there was going to come a time when you were all going to be like older and graduated. And her thing was that we all had to go to college and, and go to school. Education was uh, her top priority, which I really appreciate from her, from me personally. That's not everybody's thing. But for me, it was the thing that helped me out a lot because I was into a lot of drugs and drinking and 
um, things that were not helping me. And um, she said, I just knew there was going to come a point where you were all going to leave the house and I, it would be okay. And I guess that was like, she felt so trapped, right? And then we didn't have the consciousness back then. We're talking like the late 70s, early 80s to what we have at our fingertips today to help us through this stuff, right? To realize that you can have more or there's a different way of thinking about things or there's a different way of applying or maybe maybe her being so isolated wasn't the best thing, but she was one of those, you know, just people do it on her own kind of thing. And um, there wasn't a good mental state with that, you know. So you may be one of these people that's feeling that right now. And I just want to say that I have compassion for that, but I also want to express free will. And if we're in the limitation state and we're in the head down at the edge of the bed, I don't want to get up state, it's not a great place to dream from. And then how do you dream from when you're that exhausted, that tired? So I'm going to go through this, but I want to talk about free will first. So I've always believed in free will. I used to struggle as a kid with the word fate. You know, it's uh, written in the stars. It's your fate. God knows before you know. And with a limited consciousness, I didn't understand what that meant because to me, I was thinking of God as like a human being. And I'm like, how does he, he knows everything. And even if I make this choice, it's going to be this way. Like, I didn't understand that, but there's infinite intelligence. And that's way too big of a discussion to get into right now, because I don't think I could even just, you know, just explain it all. And I think just try that on for size. But I hear this a lot in the community, actually. People limit the ascended masters, the archangels, um, God, the universe, they don't have our consciousness. They have an infinite intelligence. I guess I'm going into it. And so therefore, I I don't subscribe to fate, but fate does make sense because it's just all ever-changing. I mean, we can sit here and talk about if we go right, then left is then left is gonna happen and XYZ is gonna happen and is this all written out there? And then do we not have free will or do we have free will? And I believe that we have free will and we can make decisions, but the idea that it's all known is because we're trying to, we're trying to encapsulate it. You can't encapsulate what goes on in this, in this, beyond this universe. And if you start applying those kinds of ideas to your life, it starts freeing you up in a way, the shackles come off in a way that you can't imagine. At least it did for me. So let me just share my point of view and then you get to try on what works for you. I'm not one of these believers that my way is the only way. It's My way is my way. It works for me. So I had to throw away fate because I didn't like it. I didn't like the linear explanation that I got as a kid for it. And I was like, ugh, I'm not. And I went to Catholic school for 12 years, old girls Catholic school. And I'm like, I'm not buying that one. You could have it. Take it away. And I started developing free will. Like nobody's going to tell me what I'm doing in my life. You know, and even towards God, I was like, yeah, yeah, you just go. Cause I don't really like your decisions and what you're showing up in my life as. So that was my little um, way of being. And when I started, I reignited my life with my spirituality. I got back in alignment with it. I started finding it again. At the same time, my mediumship abilities opened up, which I don't think was an accident. You know, I actually started going back to church at the same time this was opening up. And for me, that worked because it it gave me a feeling of safety. Now, safety in the sense of when you start opening yourself up to different energies, 
you experience different feelings. And if you don't know how to navigate those feelings or understand those feelings, it could feel really overwhelming. So many times I'll be working with somebody and a guide will come in and I've shared this before and they'll be like, I was really afraid of that guide. And I'm, and I tap in and I'm like, well, was this something to be afraid of? Or do you feel like maybe the feelings were too overwhelming? And usually they go away and they'll come back in a day and they'll be like, no, it was because there was so much love. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't take it in. So I feel like for me, this all kind of opened up at the same time because as I started delving into my abilities, which frankly scared the crap out of me, I was able to step back into my spirituality as a, a safety ground. Like that was just a belief system that worked for me. And right away, like I didn't really have anybody telling me. It kind of just, I have claircognizance and most people do have claircognizance. So claircognizance is the gift where things just drop in. It's like a download and you know, you know a whole story within a second. So it would just drop into my system that, nope, free will. And I did have a little help in the beginning from this one woman who was kind of helping me to, to not be so frightened of my gifts. I actually had a help from different people. And uh, spirits would come into my house or they would try to come into my house. And I would be like, I have free will. You're not allowed in here. Get the F out of here. You know? And I've shared that before with you guys. And I believed that. I was like, uh-uh. I used to like be laying in my bed and my whole bed would be shaking. And I'd be like, cut the shit out right now. Like, cut it out. Stop shaking this friggin' bed. Enough. And that's, I would get so Brooklyn, man, because that was my power center as I knew it. And the bed would stop, you know? And, or sometimes they'll give me flashes of things that I don't want to see. And I'll be like, take it away. Get rid of that. I do not want to see that. That is not my work. And I started making, um, I started giving boundaries. You know, I don't want to see world disasters because I don't know what to do with it because once I started seeing one and it had to do with kids and everything and it was overwhelming me and they just kept showing me, I, I don't even want to say it because I don't want to say it, but so they kept showing it to me over and over and it was overtaking my entire body. It was overtaking my, all my thoughts and the song was playing over and over in my head and I was like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know. What do I do with all this information? And I even reached out to a couple of healers and I'm like, could we get together and could, could we do a prayer thing around this? Can you help me? And they didn't want to help. And I was like, I don't know. What to, and then I was like, wait a second. I don't want this. I can't do anything with this. This is not my work. Take it away. And they did. And luckily, you know, I've never, I, I, I don't even want to go there. So I don't want to see that happen. So anyway, um, so I chose myself what I was willing to see and what I wasn't willing to see. And so I recently was working in my community and people are opening up to their guides, right? Because in membership for your soul, that's what we teach. And we teach the different psychic abilities. We teach a lot of different things because we have teachers from all over the world teaching different things in there. And um, one of the women had an experience with an energy at night and she was kind of confused as to what it was and how it, like it froze her kind of, and she wasn't feeling good about it. And um, the response in the community was they got to it first because uh, I was, I take off on the weekends and it was pretty much, we, we feel like this is your thoughts and stuff. And when I read what she went through, I went, mm, yeah, this is more her thoughts, her own fears. Like so many of you have shared with me, I had this gift when I was a kid and I got really, really scared and I, um, I'm afraid of it happening again. And I'm like, well, in that case, 
you need to know that nothing is allowed in unless you allow it in. If it comes in, you tell it to get the heck out. And I teach like space clearing ways. And, you, and usually I push everything out at a five mile radius. I don't know why it works for me. But I, I'm not, I don't subscribe to, I only subscribe to higher level energy, higher light energy. That's what I subscribe to. And if your thoughts are focused on that, then that's what you continue to have experiences with. But I understand when people are opening up, they're getting that muscle. That muscle is not grown overnight and you're getting stronger. So my advice to the woman was just work. This is to anybody who has this experience. I like Archangel Michael. I don't care who you choose. You could choose Jesus, St. Germain. I like Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, and Archangel Raphael. Those are usually the three I use. And I also use Jesus, St. Germain, and St. Joseph at times. Um, I said, just work with Archangel Michael for three weeks. That's it. Nobody else. Three weeks. That's all you work with. That's who you talk to. And I said, you have to remember, you have free will. You have to be in control. You have to be in the power. You have to experience that power. And these situations may happen where you're feeling wobbly and it's so that you feel empowered and you tell that thing, you know, or whatever that experience is or um, to get the heck out, you know? So that's what I would suggest you do. So I want to go through different techniques and tools, but I wanted to talk about free will because it's something that comes up a lot and I see it and it it's a kind of a soapbox for me, you know, because you could use it in every area of your life that you have free will. So ask yourself where you're giving yourself limitation or where you're having fear and choose differently if you can. Okay, so the SAS pillars... Um, are based on my Soul Finder Academy program. I shared about this before, so some of you are very familiar with it. And I'd like to give you a technique and tool in each pillar. We're getting ready to do the SAS experience. And what I want to give you, you can join the SAS experience. It's going to be a live experience with me and a bunch of coaches. It's, it's going to be really great. You can go to joinsass.com and come join us. But I also have a free gift for you. So if you go to marilynaloria.com forward slash pillars, P-I-L-L-A-R-S, P-I-L-L-A-R-S. There's a great 20 minute class that I did a uh, video that goes through the pillars and explains them even more. And I think that you'll really enjoy it. So subconscious thinking, the first S, right? So let's think about a dream or goal that you have. And we did a meditation last week about this too. Um, and if you, you have to align your thoughts with that goal. So when you wake up in the morning, what I would like you to do is have something that you say to yourself that's aligned with that goal. Because there's so much dense energy in the world right now that we tend to wake up and a lot of us, look, I believe everyone's gifted. And I believe we're probably at different stages of our gifts there's, it doesn't matter where, but a lot of this stuff starts waking up in our dream state and it starts happening in our dream state, whether we're traveling to other planets, uh, universes, um, learning or teaching even, or we're going back to our home place, wherever that is, or you're unconsciously working through stuff in your dreams so that you could become even more of this magical being that you are. So many times we wake up and our thoughts can be very foggy or tired or um, low level vibration. 
because you're just opening up your eyes. I feel like a lot of us, especially people that follow me, we're really working through some sludge or muck to get rid of it in order to get to the next chapter of our lives. So I feel like it depends on when you're listening to this, it might be really appropriate to you. But when I'm recording this, I do feel that I see a lot of this happening, especially, you know, we're coming, we're in COVID, we're kind of coming out of it with the vaccine and everything like that. So when you wake up in the morning, instead of um, thinking, you know, you could, you could probably focus on your thoughts and rewrite them. I'd rather you have a couple of statements that you say right away that are super powerful. Um, I'm excited about today. I'm so excited to make this move. I can't, I'm so excited. I'd like the I am statements quite a bit. They're quite powerful, but it could be anything. So excited to change jobs. I can't believe, and you could even do gratitude. I'm so grateful that I'm able to go upstairs and have a delicious cup of coffee with almond milk and be able to journal. Just start doing, do it till you brush your teeth. I don't know what your morning ritual is. My morning is, you know, get up, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth and uh, do it for the first few minutes. And it's going to start shifting things inside of you and it's going to help you. And what I also wanted to do for you is to start aligning your thoughts with what it is you want to bring in, not aligning your thoughts with, oh my goodness, I'm so exhausted. Oh my goodness, I'm tired. Oh, I can't believe I have to go. I got to, oh darn man, I got to go do that thing. I forgot to do it. Whatever those thoughts are, that's aligning you with more of the drudgery and stuff. Okay. So that's the first um, exercise I'm going to give you in the subconscious thinking. The next one is alignment with your soul. And that's remembering who you are. And I would like you to go back to a time when you wanted to be something. And usually I take people back to like five years old um, and they remember what they wanted to be. Now, some people don't have memories that go past 12, 13 years old. Uh, Some people don't know what they wanted to be. Just pick something. Just pick something. I don't know why people, I think we were trained to complicate things because of school or something. I don't know. But I'm over the complications, like friggin' get rid of that, pick it. So maybe you want to be an artist, but you're like, I can't be an artist. I can't draw. You know what I did today? I went to Michael's and I've been wanting to do watercolor and I bought an easel. I bought watercolors. I bought um, some paper and I got to tell you, the prices were great and I got a coupon and I like, I was so excited so excited. I can't wait to like set it up and and start doing it. So it doesn't matter if you think you can be that thing or not. I want you to remember what you want it to be. Whether it was a ballerina or a teacher, a banker, whatever it is, I want, this is the alignment part. Remember what you want it to be. Now here's the important thing about the alignment. I want you to remember why you want it to be that thing. And this is important because Maybe you're 80 years old and you're not going to be a basketball player. I'm not going to tell you that you can't be that because I don't want to limit you, but I don't know. Who knows? Somebody somebody could break that rule. But say you're 80 years old, I can't be a basketball player. But you don't want to forget why you wanted to be that thing because that can come into play today. So I wanted to be, we all know the story about me wanting to be an actress and Three of the reasons why I wanted to be the actress was one, I wanted to, um, I loved making people laugh. Loved it. Loved it. Loved telling stories. 
um, loved, you know, just moving, even at that age, motivating people through story or performing for them, making them happy, making them excited. I loved it. I also wanted to be someone else. So that's something that we'll talk about in a second. And then, you know, I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be seen because I wasn't really getting a lot of attention back then. So I look at my life today and I think about, well, being seen, yes, I've been working a little bit on that a little bit more, but I'm pretty, I feel pretty good, pretty confident with that. I'm not, I think you can hear I'm not too shy and stuff when it comes to speaking. I'm actually very direct and hold my ground. Um, but I don't need to be seen for the reasons that I needed to be seen as a kid back then because I see myself. So I see myself, which is huge. Um, I love, I don't, I love making people laugh. I love motivating people through story. I love um, performing that way. It's really a lot of fun for me. If I can make people forget what's going on and share something with them that gets them excited or motivated or um, just relief for a little bit, I'm thrilled. And I do these things in my business today. So you want to look at those character traits and maybe not all of them fit you today because you've healed some of them for whatever reason, or you're elevating it to another level, but they will apply to some, to who you want to be today. It could be, uh, maybe you wanted to be a pro baseball player. And the reason why you wanted to be a pro baseball player is because you love teamwork and you loved getting out there with the team and using strategy with the team and, and seeing things go in a great way and winning them and losing, but still having each other. And so this is about, you know, community. And then maybe today there's something that you want to do with community, with bringing people together and helping people to mastermind together and strategize together. And, or maybe it's just your family, right? Becoming a team with your family, no matter what alignment, remembering who you are, who you want it to be, picking three character traits, I can guarantee at least one of them is something you can apply to your life today. And you're not thinking about it because you're thinking, oh, I never did it. I didn't pursue it. I took that acting class and then I never went back because I was so embarrassed. So you're so stuck on whatever failure may have happened that you forget the glory of why you wanted to do it. So I want you to remember who you are. When I was in college, I finally, I always wanted to be an actress when I was a kid. And then in college, I started um, auditioning and I started getting parts and I was doing a play and it was the 5th of July and I couldn't remember my line. And this, the girl who was playing my daughter tried to help me out by improving it. And in front of the whole theater, I went, no, wait, I want to get it right. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I was mortified after, and I was mortified for years after that, even after, you know, I went into TV and I worked behind the scenes and then I started um, acting and I was still so mortified by that moment. And I really had to work through it. And like now I think it's hilarious. Like who cares? Who cares? I remember like, you know, you, you're done with the play and you go out into the crowd and nobody's congratulating me because I just made a fool out of myself on the stage because I wanted to get it right. But you learn from mistakes and it's so cool. The next S is soul ignition and, um, you know, go to marilynaloria.com forward slash alignment, A-L-I-G-N-M-E-N-T. If you go to my Instagram page and you go to my link there, you're going to find these beautiful tools. Um, so it's marilynaloria.com alignment and 
I want you to learn the souls list and the one to 10 list because it's going to change your life. It changed my life completely. So soul ignition is when we do the things that bring us joy and it really lights our soul up. And these are simple things. So the one to 10 list, I'll tell you really quick is I was really bored and I was like telling my guides, what do I do? What do I do? I'm so freaking bored. Like, a, like standing on my feet asleep bored. And um, they were like, you need to do the one to 10 list. And they said, what we want you to do like for the next three weeks, every night, write down the events of your day and rate them from one to 10, one being the least fun, 10 being the most fun. And anything that's a seven to 10, you need to repeat and continue to repeat. So I started doing this and I, some of you may have heard this story and I was like, wow, when I went to Gelson's, the supermarket and talked to the cashier, that was like an eight. Or when Micah was kissing my face and Venus was just like jumping around with a ball, that was a 10. And it was the simplest things that brought me joy that I made sure I started doing every day. And I remember because, like, you know, you're an entrepreneur, right? So you work alone. Everything's virtual. And I'd be sitting at my desk going, all right, I'm having that moment. I'm just going to go over to Gelson's and buy something and start talking to people. And I would do it and it would bring me joy, ignited my light, ignited my soul. And because of that, it allowed me to move into synchronicity, allowed me to move into solution, allowed me to lighten my load. The other thing is the souls list, which was life-changing for me that my guides gave me many, many, many years ago when I just first started talking to them. And they had me write everything down that my soul wanted to do. And some of it was stuff that I already did and some of it was stuff I wanted to do. And they made me do three things a day. I hung it on my fridge and I had to do three things a day. And within six months, my entire life was that souls list. They've been, now this is the other thing, like why do our guides ask us to do things and we don't do them? They've been asking me, I'm still working on my vision book and uh, to do a souls list. And I'm like, yeah, I got to get to that. It's so funny. Like even I do that at times. Um, so I'm going to do that. Anyway, so that's it. And you'll see that at marilynlaurie.com forward slash alignment. Um, you'll get those, get more about that, which is really great. So that's soul ignition. And what happens is when you're in your joy, you're so lit up that I've said this to you before. I'm going to repeat this like a million friggin' times. I hear my Brooklyn accent coming out. Okay. Because the universe then knows what to give you. And also the universe, this is the other thing that happens. And I explain this in synchronicity. Sometimes synchronistic moment is the moment where that person tells you no and you're disappointed but when you're really aligned and you're lighting your soul you recognize that moment as the universe supporting you ah oh, thank goodness they said no ah i know that spirit's got something better for me or this is going to be a bad partnership and that's why they're saying no or that guy did or that woman you know didn't say yes to a date or it didn't work out and and instead of being so hung up on it even if your heart's broken, I get it. But in hindsight, it's because the universe like, that idiot, you don't want to be with them. Not that the universe would ever say that because they don't talk bad about souls, but that was Marilyn. Anyway, so synchronicity is these incredible moments where you get even more aligned. And also what happens is everything isn't supposed to be a yes. We need to have some things in our life that we really see the universe supporting us. And what we think is good based on our limitation, the universe is like, yo, dude, I got something better for you, but you're dreaming really small again. So we're going to remove this out of your way so that you could see something bigger and greater. And anytime you're in one of those disappointing moments, think about your subconscious thinking. Uh, mine would be, I just had a quick comparison thing. You know, you compare yourself with the person who looks like they're having the most incredible life ever and you're having a shitty moment and you're like, oh, 
Damn. Well, you bring subconscious thoughts. Wait, so many times when that happens, I think to myself, well, what do I want to change in my own life? Good for her. I'm glad she's having that. What do I need to do? Maybe let this motivate me instead. Do I really want that? A lot of times you don't even want it. You're like, hmm. And then you look at your own life and you're like, okay, wait, I need to change something. I need to change something. I'm going to change something. And then you remember who you are. Alignment. Oh, yeah, that's right. I really love to tell stories. I really love to write. I really love to do my podcast. That's where my focus is. That's my path. And then the soul ignition, you do it. I'm recording my podcast, having a great time with you guys. And then the synchronicity, we'll see what happens. So that is the tool. So then the synchronistic moment, which I gave you the soul ignition, is really about being conscious. It's about being conscious in every single moment. It's not judging the moment or judging yourself in the moment. It's about being an observation and really getting into this higher perspective of why something is happening the way it's happening. I, for the most part, will tell you, I'd say 90%, 95% of the times I'm living from that perspective. It's not a lie. I'm not blowing smoke up your butt to make myself sound good. I'm really, am living from that perspective and things shift pretty quick for me because I'll be, I'll, I'll think about something. I'll be like, wait a second. Why am I, why am I upset right now? Oh, cause I just saw blah, 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 say something. And what they said was a dig. This happened on the tennis court. It's always on the freaking tennis court, right? One tennis court. I'm not going to get into the story because I don't know who's listening to my podcast because I'm hearing that people are listening to it that, you know, I wouldn't normally listen to me. And um, somebody said something to me. It was kind of a dig. And right in the moment, I was like, hmm, that was a dig. And then the next thought was, well, who cares? You know, that's, that's, that's her perspective. It's not mine. So I don't really care. I'm not going to let it affect me. And the other thing that tennis has been teaching me is, oh man, it's a really good one to stop caring what people think, especially when you're one of those people who can go into a crowd and read everyone. I'm like, he doesn't like to play with me. She doesn't like this. He doesn't like that. I'm like, you know what? I don't care anymore. It's not not even my responsibility. It's none of my business. I'm just going to play my game. And so it was really good, like that moment, instead of having it drag me down and not even know why it drags you down, you don't even know why you got into a bad mood because somebody said something to you that is about their own crap, not yours. And you make it none of your business unless you do something and somebody's like saying to you, hey, when you said such and such, it really, you know, and then you have to get into a conversation. Okay. So those are the tools and the techniques that I want to give you for SAS. Um, we are getting ready to do that incredible experience. So definitely check it out. You're, you, you're going to love it. Absolutely love it. So you can go to joinsass.com, joinsass.com. Okay. I'm going to move into the reading. So I'm going to pause, but you're not going to know I'm going to pause, but I'm going to pause. Okay. So before I read the question, what I want you to do is think of your own question. Think of a question you have. And when I do like uh, massive group readings, we'll usually, we play a lot of games. And one of the games is you think of a question and anything that hits your heart, you write down. So you could just, if you're walking and listening to this, just make a mental note and see how my question for um, the reading I'm going to do right now, how it may apply to you or help you um, to get um, clarity. Now, I don't know how they're going to answer this. I'm going to see. So the way that I read is I'm in a little bit of a semi-channel state, but I'm also, I just said to them, because I had a pause and like open up real quick. And I said, yo, dude, though, you know, you guys, you got to help me like give this on a podcast too, because um, I've got to be able to direct the information. 
So I usually can. Um, I see here feel sense and no. So I usually use all of them. Like right now, they're really bothering my my throat chakra, but I know this is about the person I'm reading. So I'm just going to go into this. Um, and I have her permission. This is Sue's question. She's somebody in membership for your soul. She's also, I think she did soul finder Academy also. Yes. So she says, hi, Marilyn. I'm really excited about presenting my very first workshop for local people. So right away, Sue, I've already read your question. I can tell you right now, I'm getting a lack of breath, which means that you're really not trusting everything that you've done up until this point in order to do this work. And I'm getting very, very dizzy. And I'm going to ask that you ground into this. And I'm going to explain in a second what I need you to do. But I'm also like the breath is a big thing. So I want you just breathing into the statement, I am um, an animal uh, communicator. I am a facilitator. I am a workshop leader. You know, I've known you for quite some time and I know that you are these things and you have such a beautiful energy. And if you don't get this breath working for you, it's going to work against you. And I'm also hearing that you need to pay attention to anything you're hearing in the next couple of days. I also don't know if you work with crystals, but I would like a couple of crystals to carry around with you in order to help you remind you of your power spirit saying. So your clear audience is really being ignited right now. And that's also about speaking your truth to other people as well as speaking your truth to yourself. So it's really important that you listen to those inner thoughts. And if you listen to this podcast beforehand, when you're waking up in the morning, I want you setting the stage for this moment. There's the one thing I want to share, and this is, um, my, my students know how I work because I'm touching my ear. So they know that that direct communication and sometimes I coach as well. But one of the things I want to share with you, Sue, from my own personal perspective, but spirit is asking me to share this with you. And I haven't even gotten through your full question, but I know your question is that, Many times after you do a workshop, no matter what you do, after you do it the first couple of times, you're new at it, you're going to walk away and you're going to maybe have experiences of uncomfortable. That is okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you stop doing it. It matters. It means that you keep going. So her question is, I'm really excited about presenting my very first workshop for local people. I'm also ramping up my soul readings and pet portraits. My question is, how do I stay focused and not let it all fizzle out like I've been doing for a while? My Any guidance on the workshops would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. So it's funny because I read your question. I could not I could not take it in until now. And it's the fizzle out part. You're not trusting yourself to see it through finally. You see yourself doing start and go. And you you're, have to have a conversation with your own soul, with your own heart. You know, you uh, Sue does these beautiful portraits. I, I know you've done self-portraits before because I think I remember them. But I would love you to do a portrait of yourself, the person who's already the higher self, who's already done the workshop, who's already doing the soul readings, who's already doing the pet portraits. And I'd like you to have a conversation with her and commit to her that you are going to see this through no matter what happens. Because no matter what, Sue, when you're growing a business things happen. And what really, really happens, and you know this, and I'm going to tell you, go back to SFA and start looking at those lessons to help support you through this, because you are going to grow your confidence in this. And it doesn't happen overnight. Many people wait. Oh, geez, I'm getting so much information. Okay. Many people wait in order to feel comfortable and confident before they do it. And Spirit's like, now's the time. Now's the time. You're so talented that you have to do it now. But you're you're not trusting your own self to commit to it, to see it through, and to do it again and again and again. You're like, oh my goodness, I, 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 what am I going to do to help me fizzle this out? Because you know somebody may say something or somebody may not like something, and then I'm going to stop believing in myself. 
so if that happens, throw a tool at it, throw a technique at it. But you have to realize that there's so many people out there that are waiting to hear from you and you have to get your information out there. So the fizzling out, it's such a great question, but it's about commitment to self, commitment to your soul. It's about saying to yourself, you know what, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to spend a little time after with my higher self. And uh, we're going to talk about what I can do better because there's always going to be room and improvement. And there's nothing wrong with that. And we're also going to talk about what I did great. And then we're going to continue on. And you have to, this is commitment to self, no matter what. That is what's coming through for me. Now, the throat chakra, the breath, I still can't catch my breath. And I feel like the breath is about making sure before you do this thing that you're in touch with somebody, probably somebody from membership of your soul, since you have a strong community there, that you're in touch with somebody that says, you know what, I'm going to do this thing. Can I check in with you before and check in with you after somebody who, you know, is going to cheerlead you on. And I want you to do that. I want you to, cause it feels to me, the breath is about not feeling supported physically. And it's, you need to feel that support. And you want to make sure, thank you, you want to make sure that when you're out in that support, you're not going to empty support. So Spirit's reminding me of like the first sizzle reel I did. And as I was driving away from the location, a sizzle reel is a reel that you do for TV, for a TV show. I was feeling all these uncomfortable feelings like, I can't believe I didn't do this or I did, did that and I'm so uncomfortable and I think the producer didn't like me and, blah, 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 and all those things. And I had nobody to call Sue to help me through it. Because none of my friends have had that experience, so I didn't know who to go to. So I went to my guides. So you have people you can go to in order to walk you through this. So I'm getting a headache. You're thinking about this too much. Just do it. It sounds to me like you have a date already because you're doing the first workshop for local people. I also would like you to think about doing um, soul readings and pet portraits, but also think about doing a workshop where people come and you do a soul reading together as a group and then people draw something, draw animals. We've done drawing your guides. Or maybe they're drawing their um, their animal totem or the, I, I think there's some like, you know, spiritual animal. Maybe do something like that. Don't box things up, bring it together and allow it to be. But I do feel like the workshop is going to be really good for you and a lot of fun. But again, you know me, Sue, as long as I keep reading the breath part. So I'm going to get quiet for a second because there's something else in this breath. Ah, okay. So there was something else in the breath that I couldn't understand because they weren't, you know how when usually I, I, whenever I, um, I'll try to teach while I'm doing this, if I get a pain or I get a certain kind of significant physical experience, once I reveal what that physical experience is, usually they'll take the physical experience away. They won't take this away. The breath is about every time you bring consciousness to your own breath, breathe in. I am a soul reader. I am a, a person who does incredible pet portraits. I am a divine being and they want you when you're walking, thank you, when you're walking into that workshop to be breathing that in. So they're reminding me of a time that I went to study with a medium who I actually liked, but the group that they travel around this group and they were not nice to me, this group. And I really had to do some work going into this group. It was actually one of the, it was the last class I took. And I did this preparation before I went in to show up as me. Because we have the ability, especially when you're teaching workshops and you may have this ability where you could read what your students are feeling in the moment and not everybody's going to love you. And that's okay because that's the experience they're meant to have. 
And so I went into this experience, like before I went in, I remember I had things written down and I was doing some breathing meditation. I was like, I'm going to show up as me. I'm just going to allow myself to be me. It's between me and me and my guides and God and me. And that's it. And I had an incredible experience and he actually had me do a reading. And one of my students was in the room and he actually had me do a reading of this woman who was one of those people who wasn't that nice to me. And um, I just was me. And it felt so good driving away from there because I stayed true to myself. That's what you need to do. It's, of course, you want to facilitate a wonderful experience for people. But people's experiences are going to be people's experiences. And I, I, I don't know that I taught this here. I might have. But it was something I had to learn. You have to let go of results in readings. And I know that I, I, you, I'm sure you read the way I do where just the information has to come through you and it's not up to me to edit the information ever. I am a channel for the information to come through. Okay. Thank you. And then what you need to do is just release that energy and the information and then how the person receives it is up to them. Now, languaging is very important. You know, I teach that all the time, right? So I'm not going to tell somebody I, the way I language things isn't through expansion so that they could get into it and, and listen to the reading and decide what's good for them and what's not. Now, my toes are curled under. My toes are not flat on the ground. And Spirit's like, she needs to plant her feet on the ground. This is it. She is walking in this body these are her gifts and she needs to embody this and whether she fully believes it or not she knows that it's calling her and that's enough so they want you whether you're walking to the dishwasher or whether you're walking to the garbage pail or whether you're walking to your car they want you embodying this every moment walking in this persona in who you are. And spirit is saying, please don't deny this. Don't put this in the shadows any longer. Don't put this in the darkness any longer. There's so many people's lives that you're going to touch with this ability. And by denying yourself, you're denying so many. And you don't want to deny yourself any longer. So what they would like you to do is whether you, I don't believe in contracts, but whether you do it as an automatic writing thing or you draw the picture, or you just have a conversation, you are committing to showing up. You're not committing to results. You're not committing to how it's going to work out. You're not committing to the end. You're committing to showing up and being in your fullest form of yourself and revealing to the people that are there who you are, these, these uh, God-given talents, these universe-given talents, these soul-given talents. Talents you chose before you embodied this life. And you're just going to share them. And you're going to share them from alignment, from your heart and your soul. And that is your responsibility to yourself. Honey, um, you have healing energy in your hands that's opening up quite a bit. So I would suggest to you that um, when you're working with the portraits, I know that you, I believe you paint, or I don't know if you use pastels, Put your hands on him as well and infuse the energy from your, from your hands into the portraits because there's something that wants to happen there. Now, my throat chakra is open a little bit more. My breath is open a little bit more, but there's a little more work that you have to do that. And that's in speaking truth to yourself. Okay. So I'm going to leave it at that for Sue. And thank you for allowing me to um, answer a question for you, Sue, for everybody. So what you want to do whenever I do a reading and you can go back and listen to that is take out what you like. And apply it to yourself because 
I stopped doing one-on-one. Some people have been asking lately and sometimes I will do them. Um, but what I prefer is group readings because when I read uh, somebody in a group, like when I do my group readings and my programs, um, a lot of information comes through me. This is the first time doing it for the podcast. So it's, it's an interesting energy for me. And I, I've, I'm telling you people in membership, they'll be like, I didn't even know I had a question. Like they didn't even have their hand raised and they stay on for the entire call and they walk away with pages of information for themselves. And, and really, I'm not saying this. I'm so humble about this work. I'm so grateful that I finally said yes to it. And I'm so grateful to my guides and, and for your guides to work through me. And I do it with boundaries. You know, I have a very, you know, my guides and I have a great relationship now. We've always had a great relationship, but I had to trust them. They had to trust, you know, it's like, well, you're building a relationship, but I'm so grateful to be able to bring this information through. And you may have heard that reading and been like, all right, that was great. Or you might've been like, eh, it's not for me. That's okay. I always used to say before a reading, I believe in free will, take what you like, leave the rest. You're the master of your life, not me. So it's up to you to decide. All right, guys. So I leave all of this with you. So this Friday, um, I don't know what date it is. We're in June right now. Today's June. I'm not going to say dates. Just look at the podcast when the date came out. Uh, go to my Instagram, which is Marilyn Aloria. There'll be a post there that will let you, uh, oh, let me talk about questions, let you ask questions. And I'm going to pick one person and read them next week. I'll see how this goes. I don't know if I'm going to continue to do this. Or maybe this will be a separate thing. I don't know. Um, but I'm just trying it out right now. So don't ask me for lottery numbers. Why would I give them to you? I'd keep them for myself. Don't ask me whether you should marry Frank, Joe, or Sa or Bob. Um, when people ask me those types of questions, it's amazing to me. If you're asking a question as to whether you should marry your fiance, I think you have the answer. Because if you want to marry someone, you're probably not going to be asking whether you should marry them or not. Now, there may be, I used to get that question a lot from people. And did I answer it? Yeah, I answered it. And, um, but I'm not sure that that's the question I'm going to be picking. It depends. I'll feel into the energy. There might be something that wants to come through. I'm only going to pick one question. I would, um, when you ask questions, just, just do it for now, because it'll help me to see what people are asking. And, uh, and then I'll pick one and I'll answer it next week. In the meantime, go to, um, I gave you a couple of links for free things, marilynaloria.com forward slash pillars, P-I-L-L-A-R-S, marilynaloria.com forward slash alignment, A-L-I-G-N-M-E-N-T. Or um, if you want to join SAS, join sas.com, which we're going to have a lot of fun in. It's a lot of live stuff. Um, and yeah, that's it. Thank you so much. And uh, remember to rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you so much. Have a great day or night whenever you're listening to this. Much love to all of you. Mm -hmm.